Welcome to the Ebony and Press Shows, designed to help you love, live, and learn through the power of conversation. Ebony is a relationship coach and a radio host on Blog Talk Radio and Google+. Don't forget to visit www.ebonyandpresstv.com today for information on upcoming and archived shows. Ebony's Relationship Coaching to leave show comments and read Ebony's blogs. For live shows on Blog Talk Radio, call in on 347-945-7556. Ask questions or comment in the chat room. Please follow Ebony on Twitter, like on Facebook, and join her circle on Google+. And now, here's the number one love host, Miss Ebony Impress. Hi everyone, welcome to Global Village Dating on a Thursday night, it's date night, and tonight we are having a special guest with us, <laughs> Ms. Courtney Ann is going to be joining us from another blog talk show, and of course I've got a, my host with me, my co-host, not host, co-host, <laughs> Lady T, let's bring her in. Hi, Lady T. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Glad to be here. Yeah. Good to yeah. have you on. Thank you. It's a terrific Thursday. So, you know, <laughs> heading into the weekend, can never be mad at that. It's a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. Good thing for sure. And good thing tonight that we're talking about that question about qualities, okay? So last week we talked about what are the true qualities of a good woman, and tonight we're talking about the true qualities of a good man. So I I think it could be quite a little feisty subject. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think that we got a good perspective from the men that called in last week, and... Everybody has their own views, their own opinions, and some agree with some, and you know, and some went the other way. So it was good to hear how they actually felt and what they wanted, because you know, if they're not communicating with us, then how can we kind of communicate back with them to let them know our needs? So I put yeah. something up on my page, kind of, and I did. You know, and I got I got some nice feedback. I got some nice feedback. So, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm excited about this show. I'm excited. <laughs> well, uh, let, well, let me say, um, you know, those people who are listening out there, you know, please join in. The number to call in is 347-945-7556. That's 347-945-7556. And we'd love to hear from the ladies tonight. I mean, you know, I think it's going to be me, you, Courtney on. But, you know, ladies, let us know what you think. And, guys, you know, what do you think are your great qualities? What do you think that you bring that is really great to the table. Let, let's talk about that. I, I don't know, I got my hands slapped last week because I was a little bit mean when I was talking oh. about what guys said they were looking for. In, oh, it was you that was mean. I thought that was me. I thought I got the mean badge for the day. <laughs> no, no. I got the mean badge. Uh, you know, someone actually emailed me and said, you know, I think you were a little bit horrible to the guys. 
You know, why were you saying, you know, it's always BS when guys explain what it is that they want? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was that really being a little bit mean? mean? Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you were just, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> you know, it is what yeah. it is at the end of the day. That's why men are from Mars and women are from Venus. You know, there's, you know. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I don't I don't think that you're me. I just think you're just real. And you get into them straight, no chaser. And at this point in time, you know, in your life and mine, you know, I don't have time to play games or to, you know, waste time because it's precious and it's fleeting. So, you know, at the end of the day, I just got to be true to me and know about self. And then I can give to yeah. somebody else. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that. Well, I've got Courtney online, and should we bring her oh, in? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's bring her in to this little power circle of women. Um, let's bring Courtney in. Hey, hello. Courtney. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Can you guys hear me good? Yeah. Yeah. We can okay. hear you. Perfect. So oh, let me give you a little welcome. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a nice welcome. I felt like you. Let me just yeah. <laughs> okay, did you just feel like you got an award or something? I, and every, I, you got I, a standing ovation, Mama. That's playing in my mind right now. Like, I was like, that's exactly what it sounds like. I just looked around at the whole theater. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay? <laughs> well, it's just us saying we are really happy to have you and absolutely welcome to the show. And I, I was so pleased that you're coming today, uh, Courtney, because I know you also um, sent me some questions from your listeners. Um, yes. that we're going to share a little bit later on and we may have a little chat over. But um, initially, we, we need to get this little conversation, um, you know, about, um, you know, men and their qualities. And I, I think men have so many great qualities. I really do think. Oh, okay. Just Is there somebody not believing that's my name. <laughs> that was me. That was me. That was me. I used to saw my face. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like her. She owns up to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it wasn't in response to me saying that men have such good qualities. Do I think I am ready to that was the highest power man, like, mm, hold on. <laughs> well, look, oh. hey, hey, I'm going to say okay. some of the men out there have good qualities. And, and Courtney, you may not know, right, I've been doing for the past kind of six, seven months, um, I've been trying online dating. So people who have been listening to the show will know that, you know, I... I have been out on a few dates, and the interesting thing is, right, and I swear I need to write a little blog about this, I have not met one guy that is honest, straight up. 
straight up. You know what? No. I'm getting I have not met one about that. Yeah, not one who is honest and straight up. And I don't know if hurts. that what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but like, I you know, I met this guy. He said to me, you know, when we were talking, he was like, before we met, he said, I'm 43. When we met, he said, I'm 47. I'm like, did you not tell me you were 43? When, when do men start lying about their age? Like, no, yeah, I thought they that's more a female thing. Right. Don't they know we're like elephants and we remember everything? Women remember exactly. everything that you say. We don't let things slip. Like, you know, like, what did you they just say? Because last week. <laughs> and I don't yeah. think men really take us serious because I don't even think that, like, men think that we purposely just remember everything. Like, no, it's just literally in us. Like, I think I can hear something and just automatically know, like, hold on, I remember, like, two years ago. When you <laughs> 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 <So> you said <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Well, this I, isn't I even seen... two years ago. This is like a conversation <laughs> a week and a half previous. When he said, "I'm 43," I, I, and on his profile it says 43, and then he says, "I'm 47." In the in, the, in like, do I care that you're 47? It doesn't bother me because you know what, hey. It's, age is just a number to me. So that drama mm-hmm. is your drama, okay? Right. So I'm like, okay, now you've told me that. What else are you lying about? You know, what right. else? Right. Like, you need you know to what? be old. Actually, you need to change. I really have a theory on, like, that whole situation of men and their, okay. their sure. lives. I think there's, there's, there's <laughs> two. Well, okay, first I'm, let me say this. And women, we won't admit to it, but. We lie like a mug. So we lie too, you know, like, but we just, yeah. there, there's, two, there's two types of liars. There's, like, people who lie to deceive you and to, like, benefit themselves because they're selfish and just will hurt you and not even think about you type thing. Those are horrible people that just try to manipulate your mind into thinking what they want to think. And then there's people that, you know, like the normal people that lie. Like, I honestly, okay, I, can admit, I lied the other day for no reason, but let me tell you why. <laughs> Seriously, I'm telling you why. So I do waxing, but it wasn't a reason, but I just, okay, look, I'll tell you the story. It's a short story, too. So I do um, waxing on um, a side job. I'm, I'm a cosmetologist, and I do body waxing. And I have a client, she's coming down from L.A. It was like 2.30 in the morning, right? And she mm-hmm. just happened to call me because she knows, like, I was up and stuff, right? So my friend calls me as I'm on the phone with her. And on my phone, when you call me and I'm on the phone, it beeps, right? So I, as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, my goodness, like, Okay, so let me just see if he asked about it. So I clicked over. He was like, who are you talking to? Immediately, <laughs> yeah, immediately I was like, he's not going to believe me that. So I was like, oh, my sister. You know, like immediately. You know, like that was, I told a lot. And I didn't, probably didn't have to, but I just didn't want to go through the, oh, your your client calls at 2.30 in the morning. While, you know, right. all that. That we would do to our dude if he was like, oh, it's a client at two thirty. Yeah, yeah, like right, right, right. We would be like, your client has no respect. (laughs) 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 But but okay, so I think that acceptance has became so real, even for women. Like women, we, if you think about it, 
we kind of lie too. We put on makeup. We put on some some put on girdles, fake hair, whatever it is that we like that makes not just makes us feel good, but well, yeah, makes us feel good in how we like to look, right? Well, technically, we would take all that off. We would look so different. Like some of us would look like not even the same person. Others would just look plain. Like everybody would look plain, right? So I think men don't. Mm-hmm. They can't do that. The only thing men can do is lie. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't really mind so much. But he said to me, he was five foot ten. Now when oh, he stood no. up, right? I swear he must be five foot five. Okay. Oh, it's a little things and no pun intended. It's the little things in life. It's about the little things in life, you guys. No, no, no. I am five foot six, okay? I had flat heels on, actually, because, like, I'd had a long day of being out and training and stuff. No, seriously, I, my legs were tired. So I, I wore my little flat ease and, and stuff. And I was on flat, and he was still shorter than me. Oh, so yeah. No oh, way. no. That that's not right. Yeah. No that's way right. he was five foot ten. Right? Oh yeah, that's all yeah. bad. That's 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 like he's in denial. <laughs> <laughs> been for a long time because he's been holding on to that lie. Because you know what I'm saying? Because it's probably on his profile. He's been telling people that until you know you walk up on him, and they're not a little short little sister like me. I'm only five one. I'm happy I'm little because I don't hardly ever have to look down to anybody and banging heels. So I'm not mad yeah. at that. But oh, well, <laughs> that's so funny. I'm, I'm like, I'm over here like, well, I'm I'm five nine and a half in heels. I'm about six three. <laughs> so well, yeah, he would have he would have been to my chest probably. <laughs> yeah, he, he was tiny. He really was tiny. And then I tried to go like, let me let me get over that little drum, okay? Let me just try and see if I. You know, I can talk to Why you keep person. saying little? Why you keep saying well, little and everything? <laughs> 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 little keeps falling well, out your mouth was, like... <laughs> no, what I meant was, I was like, let me not hold on to that. Let me just see if we can talk and let me just learn about this person. So I put it to the back of my mind and I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll talk because we're already out. So, you know, what's the point? I'm out now. So might as well just have a chat and see how it is. And he spent a good hour or so, or more probably, talking about his ex. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, I was like, keep wanting to answer people like that. I don't this know. Second, I don't know I, what happened. I think what, they, they they must think you're a therapist or something. Yes. Well, let me tell you about problems. Yes. Lay down on the couch. You should have built his butt. Build. <laughs> I'm like, I should have charged you money for listening because I really okay. do that and listen, right? <laughs> and then I said to him, "Oh, okay. So hold on. So I told him, I, I, I no, I got home." And I reflected on it, the conversation, I thought, <laughs> he's going to call me and say, can we have a round two, right? And no, I'm going to oh. say no. So how do I best let him down nicely? So I called him, and I just, I was really honest. I just said, no, you know, I don't think you're ready for dating. Why do you guys do this? Why do you get on a dating site and you are not ready for dating? 
You need to go and do some healing. He- healing, okay? <laughs> okay. Do some healing. Right? Because until you've done that healing, nobody can help you. There's actually, right. I don't get where m- me dating you or even spending time with you would help you because you were still in the midst of drama. And I said to him, right. you know, I don't do chaos. And your stuff is chaos. And actually, you know, the good thing is about going out with someone, and um, and this is what I say, this is something that people will always hear me say, okay, when you go out with anybody on a date, don't talk too much. Listen. Give them a, give them a relaxed field where they can talk and you just listen. And anything you need to know, know that it's going to come out. It's going to come out. In some shape or form, you're going to hear shit, and you will know whether that is what you're interested in or you just think, okay, next. Okay. 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 You know, you said next when okay. you said he lied about his height, because that's kind of nervy. Like, how are you going to meet me? Like, you yeah. Have yeah, you know that's going to tell all right. All right. Right. You can't like that. Like, okay. Like I'm like okay. You, you said you're like five one. So you probably lying. Like I'm five two and a half. Five. No, three, I three. don't. I, no. <laughs> I'm just playing. But no, that would make sense though. But like that's like you said. Oh, I'm five six. Like we would where people would be like, girl, sit down. You're not even five no, six. Exactly. Go go play in your sandbox. Go play in your sandbox because you look a little narrow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. And all I'm doing is shrinking from here on out. So I'm not getting no taller. I'm done growing. So it's, it's down <laughs> from here. So I can only get smaller, smaller. <laughs> so my heels will get taller and taller. And my heels will get taller because I like to bang my heels. So, you know, mm-hmm. well, I, I'm so glad out. I didn't wear heels because if I wore heels, I'm glad you didn't either. But maybe you should have, no, because that would have been it. That would have really, that would have been it. But it would have told on himself. Like but I got heels on, are, homie. You guys are I mean, so nice. Like I, I just like picturing myself in that situation seriously. Because if I, if I'm talking to someone and I'm like, "Are you how tall are you?" and he's like, "Oh, I'm five nine. And I get there, and he's noticeably five four. I feel like yeah. the first thing I'm gonna say, like, boy, hey, you're five, really? you're five, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, like, huh? Say what? You're you're, you're five ten on a chair. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I would have. <laughs> when you sit down for dinner or have drinks or something, okay. give him a drink, and then the, the, the liquor will make it come out quicker. And then, you know, you'll know, boom, right then, everything. But right. she and keeps like, running honestly, into the, the on-the-couch people. They just want to tell her all <laughs> their woes and their feelings. And, like, she's going to take a wand and say, ding, ding. Imagine like that. Okay. I think that, too, comes with, like, online dating, though. Because if you think, like, I think I have, why well, I haven't really online dated, met anybody. Because, you know, I just haven't. I would, though. But, like, that's like when it's you get to know someone's mind, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, it's like all they know is how to communicate emotionally and with words. So it's kind of like when you meet them, it's like, okay, we're offline now. Let's have a real conversation. But they kind of carry it over. Like, that's the only way they can communicate, especially if they've been doing it for a yeah. long time. Right. Oh, right. Because part of their spiel. Right. 
Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think some people don't know how to do anything but online date. And on an online date means for them that they sit behind their computer and they talk to you, and that's where they feel safe. If it comes to, like, a physical meet-up, they, it's like they can't cope. They really can't cope. Um, and it, and it, it's just, you know, I just don't know why you would bother with online dating. I've tested it. I think that's my last test now. That's my last test. I've done a few tests. And that's, I think that is my last test. I'm now done. Okay. But, I mean, like, you where know? else do you go? Like, that's my it's, thing. Yeah, like, is it the same site? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it is out there, but I'm sure it's the same. Like, out here, okay, definitely. I mean, you could go to a club, but that's not really the place, time and place to, because like, get serious. I mean, like, to me, honestly, the only good option is church. But that's kind of like, oh, no. I'm going to church to get a man. Like, no. that's not really a good look. So, you know, like, what do you do? Do you go to Starbucks? Like, I don't, like, literally, uh, my girlfriend asked me the other day, she was like, where should I go to meet people? And I'm like, girl, I have no idea. Like, seriously, the mall? I mean, I don't even know. Catch someone off the coming off Well, I don't know. I, I think, no, I think the best places may be, like, coffee shops, um, Church, no, because I think you're supposed to go meet God. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, are you mm-hmm. gonna kind of say hi? You know, <laughs> as you're both kneeling down to pray. What it? What it? What's the plan? What's the plan? <laughs> so, this no. is our day right here. Are you gonna give the tide, or am I gonna give the tide? <laughs> well, yeah. Do you guys go to church like like faithfully, or just like you know you go probably you know you go, but not as much as you should? Because I know like. I'm not even gonna lie. It feels like it feels like it's probably just the devil messing with my mind. But like when I get real good into church, I get this feeling of like, Lord, where is my husband? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because the guys that are there have been there. No, this is true. The guys who have been there have been there such a long time, and if they're single, there's a reason why they're single. Okay, because there's more women than men in the church. Number one. And there's always a whole bunch of women looking for a husband. So if right. that guy has ignored what's in front of him and he's waiting for you to come in to check you out, yeah, there's a reason why they don't want him or he don't want them. I mean, you know, I know it just throws questions up. Why is he still looking and there's so much around him? And I hear I hear guys say to me, oh, well, you know, I'm still looking for the right one of this particular. Does that say that oh. you're so picky? Um, you are such in your own little bubble that you don't even recognize a good quality woman when you see her. What does it say about you if you're the single guy with all these single women and you're not choosing any of them? Because are you saying they're all, you know, they're not God-fearing? Well, if they're not God-fearing and you were outside and you came in, how did you suddenly jump on top, you know, and become the priority over all these women? I I still don't get it. But what I say is, to me, implies there's something about that guy. I don't know what it means, but there's something about that guy why he is still there when there is so much meat in front of him. Right? That's all. Right. But you know what, though? Me? I, that's I, what we I, are, me? 
<laughs> we're meat. We're like the little pork chops and stuff. <laughs> we're, <laughs> little, we're, we're a little plump today, so we choice. can be a pork rind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's so I'm much choice, right? <laughs> no, right. I'm I'm telling you, T, that there is so much choice in a church for a single man. Yeah. You know, he, he's he's got more choice. So when he's telling you, it's like when we had that guy on who was your friend, who um I can't remember his name now, David Newby, David. who who yeah. was saying, yeah, and I looked at him. He's a cute guy, and he, Very. you know, he's saying to you. Well, I, I'm still choosing to be single. In a church full of women, I like, okay, so I'm going to question a few things about you. And I could be wrong, but you're yeah, choosing but you to be single. You Why? Them. You, you and, then, them. <laughs> and then she go like, because I, I think I wonder the same thing, but I do see it from a different perspective. Like my dad is a father. I'm not a father. <laughs> my dad's a father, y'all. No, my dad's a pastor. And oh, so, okay. yes, right. I, I, wasn't, I, I wasn't, like, raised, like, from, because I didn't meet him until later, but still, you know, like, as my older life, I would go, i go to church and stuff, and so I get to, and I get to see and hear the inside drama of it, and honestly, church is the same thing as <laughs> if you were not going to church, it's just a whole bunch of like-minded people trying to change your life, but what it is, it depends on the time you live in, it could either be you go to church, the people in church is from that town, and you know how they were before church. They probably could have been like some pops, or that's how that's like a whole. You know, like they could have got around, so like everybody been married already. And then two, I this is kind of a bold statement, so this is just off speculation. It's not fast, but I sometimes think it's like that when men first get into the Lord, they get in like all the way. Don't even think about women like that. But I think when women go, you know, we we want that attention. I think it's harder for women to transition because of that. Uh, we, that attention and emotion we have to let go of, you know, and get our life right first. And so I think, like, the dudes is just kind of just like, you know, y'all, they're just like, uh, I don't even know what to call them, just like leeches, you know, like looking at the new beauty in there. You know what I mean? Fresh meat. Yeah, fresh meat. Like, oh, we ain't seen him. And don't kick yourself, yeah. you know, they – they may or may not be having sex, but church people be, you know, talking to people, stuff they'll be working out, so then they got an attitude, and then they're in there, they talk to somebody else. And, it, you know, it's kind of hard when, you, when you're in the same church and you have been there for years, you might have talked to, like, depending on how you are, you know, two, three, four, five, six different people. That has to get awkward after a while, you know? Especially if you grew up in that church, you know what I'm saying? You went there from childhood, and then you lived in the same town, so you did switch up churches. So you know everybody and their daddy. So, right. you know, it's kind of like everybody's business is everybody's business. And with me, I, you know, I grew up in a small church. So, you know, I big churches kind of intimidate me because I kind of want to be one-on-one with, you know, with the people that are around me and know them. And, right. you know, I feel like I get swallowed up in a, in a big church. And I get feel like an ant, like in a big old, like, condominium setting or something like that so you know it's it's and and, you, and i grew up with everybody and it was like as they were growing up they were getting cuter and cuter and i was like but ew but ew didn't i go didn't i go to camp with you <laughs> did i go to bible study camp with you and no no yeah you know, it spread like wildfire in the church yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, Lord. Does. That's funny. Mm. I, I'm like that, too, though. I don't like the, I like the smaller churches. Yeah. Oh, I, but okay. It's more intimate. Yeah, it's more intimate. Well, do you, can, I, can I tell you what I feel like a real man is, Ebony? Yeah, go crazy? on. I, I was just okay. going to draw you guys back because I, I was like, you guys are getting into this church conversation and all sorts of stuff. Like, yeah, what what is your idea of a good man? Come on. Well, I mean, he, at first, you know, honesty is huge for me. Stability okay. and consistency, I've got to have that. Like, i got to have the consistency. Like, you can't switch up on me in the ninth inning because then I'm looking at you sideways. You know, he takes care of, you know, his own if he has kids. You know, he, and he'll give up, you know, if you're on a bus or if you're at a fully loaded restaurant, he'll give up his seat for a woman. He tells the truth instead of the lie first before it comes out. He listens intently. He reads. He's well-groomed, but not overly manicured. I mean, he's secure enough to have, you know, her stand in the limelight and just look at her and smile and glow with her and let her be her and shine. He's romantic. He minds his manners. I mean, he holds the door open at times because I believe I'm old school, so I feel like chivalry is not dead. And, you know, I feel like we've lost that as time has went on. And he's trustworthy. You know, he's on time. You know, he's not like, you know, I understand 15 minutes late, but you're going on 20, you know, 25 minutes. I'm walking around in my apartment with my heels on. I'm about to take them off. And then you can cancel Christmas because I'm done. Because, I mean, why would you keep her waiting and not let her know? So he has to be respectful of that time. And he treats, like, service personnel, like, you know, waiters and stuff like that, like they're everybody's the same person. Everybody puts their pants on the same way. Like nobody is better than anybody else. He doesn't hold mistakes over, you know, over over my head. We discuss them and we let go and let God. He, he understands that he doesn't know everything about me and he will learn me in time. I don't like a man that thinks that, you know, he already knows Stuff about me, and we ain't been kicking it that long, and you're too comfortable with me already. Like, I mean, I understand you meshing and, you know, all that, but, you know, I still, you know, you still have to impress that other person. You still have to, you know, it's that courting period. I love the courting. I think that's the most romantic time. He makes a conscious yeah. effort to learn something new every day. It can be about me or whatever it is. I want to be knowledgeable. I love intellectual conversations. And he's, he loves hard, and he's not scared to do it. And he says what he feels, and he's not scared to say it. And it doesn't take him, like, a year and some change to finally get out. You know, I like you. Oh, really? Well, you're better by now. I like you. Really? It's, it's hard to pull those words out of men sometimes. But, you know, it, it's, it's what you will deal with and what you will, how long you give that period of time. And my last but not least is he reads this and hears me and is not offended. And I don't get a bunch of backlash about it because 
But at the end of the day, that wasn't that bad. Because I know we didn't have some men come on here and give us a list of the things they didn't like about women. And we were still and went into overtime. So <laughs> I know that that was not that bad. And, I mean, it's just common courtesy manners type things. Did you think it was bad at all? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's you know, it's just realistic. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's just me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I yeah. I think um yeah, I think that's your what you are looking for. I think is fine, and it's always going to be subjective according to who we right. are. We're going to always want to everything is situational. We find yeah as as uh attractive or is a good quality. I think integrity for me is one of the greatest qualities that a guy could have. Um, He doesn't have to be the greatest, the smartest. He really doesn't even have to be six foot tall, okay? But he needs to be a little bit, he needs to be taller than five foot six, okay? (laughs) So, because I'm type five foot six, okay? So, um, but I think integrity is a big one. I think if you, you know, someone who is really um, serious about keeping your word, saying, speaking your truth, mm-hmm. being honest about who you are and what you are, then for me, you've already scored really highly, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think you're someone to treasure, definitely. Integrity is a big one for me, and that goes with honesty, definitely. And yeah, I like some chivalry, but yeah, it's it's good. It's good when yeah, you're on a I'm not saying I need the train. red carpet. Yeah, I'm not no, saying I need flowers. So, like, we're coming to America as I walk down the street, and you know, I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying, you know, you know, it's just about the old school things. It's just about the, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I like that too. I, you know, it's cool. I think it's nice when a guy um, treats you nicely, you know. And I appreciate shivery most when I'm on a train and I have to stand up <laughs> and I'm tired. Right. <laughs> and, gives me and a, a guy gives up his seat. Right. Gives up his seat, and you know, I was on the train at. What a couple of months ago, and I met a guy, and I was sitting across from him. I was I was watching him sitting on his seat while I was on one of these high seats, because he's not really sitting down, but you're kind of just leaning, okay. And he could see that, you know, I could do with a proper seat, but he knew if he gave me the seat, then that'd be his opportunity to speak to me. So. <laughs> He offered me a seat, and I went, here goes, here goes the conversation. But we ended up having a nice conversation. It was kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, you you can, I, I think you can tell a lot about some, uh, sorry, you can tell a lot about someone who has those qualities and who who is prepared to be chivalrous. I think it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think sometimes because, Dating has become so harsh, and people are so calculated about what they do that, you know, guys don't feel like they can go out and really treat a woman because there's all this stuff about who pays and how much you pay and whether you should be drinking water or not, you know, or whether you're entitled to a glass of wine. You know, maybe you should have water because it's 
not going to cost the guy anything. And, you know, let's walk in the park, even if it's snowing, just so that no one has to pay for anything. You know, it. it <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Really? really? Have you been to that before? I, I Please don't tell me you Generosity have. in a guy is really attractive <laughs> for me. And yeah. I think, you know, likewise, women should be generous too. But I think when you've got generosity, you know, you, you, you can respect that person. It's kind of cool. Like, at the end of the day, you know, these things are superficial. What you're really trying to find out is, are you a good person and are you someone I can connect with and do we have an alignment of some sort? And I think, to you know, uh, that's what I am always looking for. I'm always looking deeper. And maybe that's why it's so easy to eliminate sometimes the superficial things because those superficial things just really point at, you know, um, your ability or your inab- in your ability to be honest, open, to really connect with me at, at, on a level where I can mm-hmm. I can put my trust out and feel that it's being rewarded. And so I'm not never looking for someone to be perfect. I think we all have our little bits of imperfection. I think it's Absolutely. just those messages. It's those messages that are, that come to you via, you know, I can you just be basically honest about stuff? You know, I do my nails today, right, in the nail bar, mm-hmm. and 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 this Vietnamese you know what? guy. What'd you call it? What'd you, what'd you it's call a it? nail bar. We call it a nail bar, <laughs> a place where you go to do your nails, right? <laughs> where you go to get your manicure, or your pedicure, or whatever. Okay. 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 So, it's a nail shop. The nail shop. Okay, so I, nails. I got you. I got you. Right, okay. I call it the nail bar because we I, call it the nail bar. I just like hearing you say things sometimes. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, I just like okay. hearing you say things sometimes. It's your beautiful ass. Oh, my gosh. You're so not the only one. When I first said to you the same thing, I was like, I, just, I can hear you just talk all the time. Not to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are weird. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> like I wish I, I wish I could study it. I wish I could make myself talk like that because I would. I would totally do it. Like right? because when I first met her, Ebony will. Cut, I mean, she doesn't cuss you out, but she will hand you yourself in the politest way, and you don't even know it because her accent is so sweet and beautiful. Exactly. You know, like, she just. Did she just read me? Did she just? I think she just threw me under the. I think she just threw me under the bus. But let me rewind my mind and go back and take her out of her accent, and then really concentrate on what she just said. Right, because the tone is just her. The tone it's is just so like, nice. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Well, what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, what I'm trying to tell you is I'm sitting in a nail bar. And I'm telling this guy about my date and what happened, right? And he's only a young guy. He's about probably 23, 24. And, uh, you know, and he was cracking up laughing when I was telling him what happened. And he was like, you know, come on, dude, why why would you tell lies? Because you know you're going to get caught out, right? And he said, but I kind of get why guys do it. It just, you know, if I can get away with it, you know, basically I get away with it. And, you know, it's... Well, 
really listens, whether she, you know, she's taking stuff Aww. in or she's just on the surface Mm-mm. level. So he said, you know, don't take it. <laughs> I wouldn't take it too deep if I was you. But he said, you know, I, I'm just hearing you tell me the story, and I'm like, dude, come on, really? Like, why are you doing that? Why do you need to do that? But they do. I don't so, understand why. Explain it to me because you said you kind of get it. I don't get it because you, if I you don't tell know, that I, lie, I, I you got to keep up with that lie. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and then just build but, and build. Yes. I, but I, I think yeah. there's an insecurity. Like, like insecurity. Yep, I was just going to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, there's an insecurity. Yeah, there's an insecurity. You don't want to, um, you want to impress the, the other person. And, you know, how do I impress this person except I build up a story, you know, where she thinks I'm some superhero that's going to turn up on a big horse or something and ride off into the sunset. And, you know, so the story is all about, Creating an illusion, right? Yeah, an illusion, and 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 yeah, and men do get away with it because women do are looking sometimes for the illusion. We don't really want to go for the real thing, so you know we we act at surface level. So people will come along and try and buy into you at that level, and and it's then for you to, to to have that conversation so they understand that you're not a surface person. You know, it's not, right. this is not what I do. And I was happy to give him some advice and say, you know, let me give you some advice, <laughs> okay? This is this is not going to help you. The way that you are trying to approach the whole dating saga, it's not going to help you. You need to be more real and honest with yourself. And he appreciated, well, he said he did. I didn't care whether he did or not, but I told him what I thought was what I saw from what I, where I was standing. But, you know, some people will settle. I think Tall, this you were standing tall. <laughs> yeah, no, but some women may go, okay, you know, it's not, he's not what I'm really looking for. But, you know what, I could compromise on A or B, you know. Or, you know, if, if, if for example, yeah. he was good in bed, I could say, okay. And And then too, uh, I was just thinking as you said that like you have to think it's online. So online like yeah. you don't even get the introduction face to face and they can feel your vibe and like you like that. Like you have to sound good. So just say it like just say these right here. Uh, uh, what, what was he? he? You said forty-seven, forty-seven-year-old, five-foot-two entrepreneur, three-year-old, five-foot-ten entrepreneur. You might. You might me in a little bit. Checking out real quick. <laughs> oh, that's hard. That oh, is hard. Yeah, she's gonna get the bad badge for today. That's, we're gonna put it on her. <laughs> 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 We're going to you wanted hard. the UK bus. We're going to you wanted the UK bus because it's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's hard for guys. I'm, I'm going to stick up for the guys. I'm going to say it's hard well, for guys in this in this climate to really get women to take them that serious. But I think it's hard for women too. But I think um, we now have created this monster. You know, this monster yeah. where people can 
you know, have relationships, pseudo-relationships online. They're not real relationships because people are just really connecting on a real kind of almost surface level. And and the thing that they don't realize, I'm investing all this time talking to someone who, who, I, who I haven't met, right? But we're talking, and we're talking, you know, stuff that mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. We're creating stories, we're creating stuff. And until you really meet that person, you don't really know for real who you're dealing with. And even then, because that person may be living a kind of story type existence because, you know, he, you know, it's it's like one of my friends was saying to me uh, that some, she was reading somewhere where this guy was saying, a lot of guys and women do it now too, get up in the morning, they go to the toilet and they sit in, or oh, you guys call it the bathroom, they sit in the bathroom and they look at Tinder and they check all the faces, right, <laughs> and they're swiping left. Um, as the you know to 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 check who they like and who they don't like, and you know they'll spend a good piece of time doing that, but never spending real time meeting people because they're afraid to meet people. They're actually afraid to go out mm-hmm. and meet real people. And I think that's a challenge for anybody who's single. Try and meet people. I don't care whether you go to church. I mean, okay, we just talked about church. But go to your coffee shop. And you know what? You can meet people at the bus stop. You can meet people in the cinema. You can meet people. I think the challenge is to go out there and try and meet real people. And I think then you start to see the real qualities in your opposites. Because we can't see qualities when what we're getting is a picture of a guy with his shirt off on, on, on one of these websites. Right? right, or what yeah. you get now is these dudes in like shorts. Like, I want to see you in shorts, really. Well, see, I'm kind of like that. I'm a hopeless romantic. I feel like you know everything happens for a reason, and it's a time and a place. So I feel like if I'm walking down the street, you know, I might you know turn that corner and run into him. And if I would have left maybe five minutes later, he would have crossed the street and I might have missed him. So I feel like everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. And it, it's, it's like, you know, even remember, I, I do try and go out. Remember we had the whole octopusy man story? And he was just up the yeah. street. I just, you know, I just threw all to the wind and was just like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm just going to, you know. My girlfriend was like, you're staying at home. Why are you staying at home? And she started to dog me. I was kind of, kind of bad. So I was like, okay. I just, just didn't, you know, at that point in time, I really did not feel like going out. But, you know, I still went. And so I think it's just, you know, everything is situation. They say at the grocery store, you know, you just don't know where that other person is that is supposed to be your soulmate. You know, so it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's you're taking chances. But I want to ask you, Ebony, with you being on the, and I've done it too, the, you know, the, the dating sites, my gosh, it takes you about a goofy amount of time to even fill out the dang questionnaire. So they should know something because it's like three or four or five pages long. Like it's not a short it's not, it's not a one-sheet thing. 
Like, they seem to get longer, more detailed, more, and just thorough. But right here, and then we don't want this, and we don't want that, and we don't want any photographs that have been touched, and they have to be selfies, and you have to be, you know. So I feel like you put yourself out there filling out that questionnaire, so how they don't come, your pun intended, short, and come up short when they're meeting you? Like, we're just going to look over it, and that's not what, you know, we are actually looking for. Because and then, like, on top yeah, of that, you know, like, if you just listening to you speak, you know, I, I feel for the fellas because women, we're not easy to talk to, and especially depending no. on what kind of woman you are, you know, like, you might miss up your husband because you're, the box that you have around what you think you deserve is, is not mm-hmm. realistic, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, when I heard you say that, like, it asks you a million questions, and honestly, that actually hurts everybody because it's like you're – you're, you're saying too much, so you're just trying to put, like, you're, they're trying to make the perfect couple, and that's that's not possible, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's crazy. Like, you're 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 answering, like, your whole life. Because I know I had a, um, what site was it I was looking at? I think it was eHarmony. And I think, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, I was like, oh, no, this is too personal. Oh, you know, I don't even oh want to tell this right now. This is, like, a question that I, this is, like, a two months. You know, see how we do it, and then we'll talk about something like this. Like, but and that's where like it takes the whole fun out of just like you said the courting stage. Like, if mm-hmm. I, it's like here, let me get this paper. Okay, oh, he's this tall. He has a job. He has this many kids. We'll do that's that's stuff that normally you don't find out right away. And like that stuff that yeah, it might be considered baggage. But just like how you met dude, the dude that lied about his height. Honestly, I feel like if he was actually real and a cool dude, like I feel like you could have looked past his lie about his age and his um, height. Because that's honestly that's not that bad. Oh I yeah. Mean, like, it's, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and talking about his and women, I said and that and to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I said that to flag. him. If, no, I actually said that to him. I said if it wasn't, you know, that you were in this drama with your ex. I could have looked past that, and I would have, like, okay, probably a real... And he was a quite fun person to start with. But, you know, when the drama started coming out and the stories, I was like, I'm done. I'm done at this point. I'm done, right? But what what I would say um, about people trying to create a perfect profile, there is no real perfect profile. I think with women it's pretty simple almost. If you if you're seriously dating, you just want to know that you're not gonna, you know, connect with a cheat, right? A liar, yeah. you know, someone who right. has a different, you know, um, you know, two identities or something like that. You know, you want to know that you're meeting a real person. So how do you create that? Even if you're going online and you're trying to, because you're a little bit shy about meeting people, someone still wants to have a real connection. And and I I I tried internet dating, but I tell you, there's nothing that beats just meeting someone, you know, in the street, <laughs> mm-hmm. in in a place of your interest. You know, um, Vic and I, we we were going to Toastmasters for a few weeks, and you know, there were some guys that came to Toastmasters, and we we'd say hi and whatever, but they, you know. They weren't particularly available, but it was it was okay to be friendly and to be around guys and to have good conversations, which weren't even about dating, but were just about an interest. And, you know, Toastmasters is all about public speaking. So we were mm-hmm. going there for a purpose. 
So it's a bit like if you go to a food, um, you know, something where they're doing stuff on food and that person has an interest in food, you could just meet up and talk about food. And you know it isn't necessarily about dating, but having that common interest can spark a conversation that might spark something else. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's what people have lost the art. Go with your interests. What is it that you're interested in? If you're interested in dancing, go to places where people dance. Um, it's not always about going to a nightclub, but you could go to a salsa night where people and learn salsa. And I have friends who go and learn salsa, and they meet people at salsa who are interested in, you know, the whole art of salsa dancing. It is a connector. We have a shared interest. That says something for a conversation, um, you know, that which is not just about how big is your booty and, you know, how quick can I get some, okay? And it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just another way to do things. And I think people need to just broaden their thinking a bit more. I think online dating is so lazy. It's a lazy way to try and hook up with someone. And we've got a society where people really don't want to make that effort. But my experience is when you do step out of that little box, you actually meet some really great people. You know, get out from behind the computer. Go out and do something. Go bowling. I love bowling. You know, do things that are different. Um, you know, go and, I, I think me and Vicky were talking about going to go and um, watch some boats in a week, in a week or two, um, or is it, no, it's not a week or two, probably this weekend, I think, we were talking about going to watch some really, um, some boats go up the Thames and have that experience of getting in a boat and all the rest of it and chilling out. It's just different things, just being creative, doing some outdoor stuff. Because I think that's the worst thing about internet dating. You're kind of stuck behind a computer. And you're not, if you're looking for a real great man, you've got to kiss a load of frogs before you find that one. You know? I said, I said, past week, I was like, how many frogs do we got to kiss? You know, they were saying that women were difficult and we play games and, you know, we put on this whole air and it was facade of somebody that we're not and, you know, and why do they have to, you know, cut through all that? Well, that's why I say, you know, everybody, you know, their, their opinion and the world that they have traveled, and, you know, it, it, it's different. And you have to take the time to know that person. You, you know, to me, I feel like time tells all. I'm not quick to do nothing. Uh, everything comes out, you know, in time at the end of the day. So, you know, and, you know, you see more about that person. You see more about their quirks. Do you like them? Are they cute? Are they irritating? Can you deal with them? You know, and, and then you find the little things about them that, you know, only you notice that are adorable and you don't think other people notice. Like, I like men that I see something in them that other people don't see. And if I like it, then that's all that matters. I don't care what everybody else thinks, even though he might be fine as wine and they think he is. I'm not looking at that. I'm I'm thinking about the conversation we had, the connection we had. You know how 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 well we vibe together. You know, or is there big dull silences in our conversations when we're sitting there with dead air, like we're on the if we're on the radio show, that would kill us. You know, like oh my gosh, it's quiet. Like oh boy, somebody say something. Just say anything. 
it, it kills me. It really, it really kills me. It's like nails on a chalkboard when it's like dead silence and I can hear the fiber optics in the phone. So I'm like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I got I gotta I just gotta go. So it's you know, it just takes your time and you're right, go different places and you know, broaden your horizons and spread your wings. Especially if you're that goes for fantasy singing or single and you choose to be single. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, think that's why I'm, I have to ask Emily sometimes, you know, the things that she's been through because I haven't even touched on the things that she's been through. Like, I don't have any kids. I have never lived with a man before. I've never been married before. So, you know, that's why our, our differences are so different, but they still come together in a way that still meshes. And we understand what it is that one another is talking about when it comes to the aspect of men and sometimes their mentality. So yeah. I want to share. I, I want to share what I think, but it's so different. It's not even at, like disagreeing with what you guys are what what you what you guys have said, but like it's so different that I'm in shock. I'm so amazed that my thinking is like I don't know if my thinking is way off because I mm-hmm. hope it is. Or I did want to ask though. So when you guys both describe, like, you know, the type of man that you think is has a good man, I do, I, I don't know, I know, um, Ebony, you're from the U.K. Are, are are you from the U.K. as well? No, I'm in um, California. You're in where? But I'm originally from Michigan, yeah, so, you know. I've oh, so you're, in, you're in the United States. States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the well, U.S. Okay. Well, you're in the U.S. The U.K. Girl, you must be looking for Jesus. <laughs> Girl, uh uh-huh. Because I, I, I was going to say, I, my question was like, is that how the men are out there? And, I mean, just so by the way, Ebony, you talk, you know, that, that speaking and how you write and everything really does say a lot about you. And it, it might be more, uh, more not etiquette, but more, uh, what's the word you use? Um, was it chivalry? Did I say it right? Yeah, chivalry. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I, I, I live in California, and, oh, my God. Jesus, it's crazy yeah. out here. But. I'm right here with you. They don't do that. They don't know nothing about that. And mm-hmm. I'm in a place where they're not checking for me. I mean, they're checking for he. So I have no problem with that. To each his own. You do what you want to do. I don't, I'm not the one to judge at the end of right. the day. But, you know, I'm in a, a predominantly, uh, you know, gay area. And, you know, I, so I'm walking my dog. I, I'm not caring <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not caring how I'm looking. I'm not trying to be all spruced up and cute in the corners with my pups because, you know, I know the area and it's just so not like that. And I've been to different all kind of around California, and it's just I haven't met anybody that really has a lot of substance. No, exactly, and I'm I'm blessed because I I just was blessed to be born into a family that was you know well not to have a mother I should say that's open minded and I got to travel and just who God put in my life opened my mind to be able to teach myself to really learn correctly. But I was gonna say this. So as far as the topic, you know, um, what is a good man? And I'm I'm curious to hear what y'all think. You know, what I'm saying because I'm very open to my thinking. So I always say I'm looking for this level of realness that most mm-hmm. people in life won't even get to, not won't even, like, I think I'm better or above. I just have this understanding of how hard it is to seriously be aware. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, people who are aware, 
and then there's like the real awareness and like I I, I have a when I was learning psychology like when I learned it because I thought I was gonna go in there and learn how to psych people and honestly I learned about myself in the deepest way in such a way that like I instantly was like people do not a lot of people that say they know this stuff don't because if they did they wouldn't be doing this so not not to blab on but okay so I'm looking for this level of realness where it's to we can say, all right, let's hang up the facades of life because I feel like it's inevitable. Like we live in a we live in a society that presentation is the key. Depending on, especially depending on what you do in life. Like look, at all of us, we're on it. We, we do. We're on a talk show. So there is ways that we have to portray ourselves to an audience in order to get to where we're trying to go. If you guys can feel me on that, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean, like it's it's sometimes if you don't if you're not aware, it's easy to get lost in different facades, right? And same for men, you know, we all want to be accepted. We all think that you know, and, and just like how we're all naming flaws, I feel like that everybody has flaws. Like what I wish I wanted to say when you said it, but I didn't want to interrupt. You said um, men think oh boom, men think uh, women are uh, difficult, play games. You said something else, and the last one I, I was like, no, we're not, you know, but we are difficult. We do play games. For example, like, you know, if a dude, if your, if your dude makes you mad, a lot of women, not all, we will do little things to make sure that he knows that we're mad. Or, you know, we will we will play games. Like, playing games isn't just, like, cheating on somebody. Playing games is just not just, you know, say, being honest and real about your feelings and just going about mm-hmm. it in a way, you know what I'm saying? So, like. And that's what the gentlemen like, were talking about last week. That's what they were kind of saying, that we do play games. And, yeah, and you know, we don't want the good guy. We don't want the honest oh, guy. We want the bad boys. We want the – and I, I just – I didn't – I kind of – I still don't agree with that because I don't, you know, I don't want to be hurt. So I'm not looking for the bad boy. I'm not see, looking to get hurt. But, see, I – and you know what? I got – because I, I used to say that same thing until – my el- like an elder put it to me like this: like a bad guy isn't necessarily mean a thug. You know what I'm saying? The bad guy could be. Say you have two CEOs of a company that go to church. Okay, I don't know mm-hmm. why I say church because it's not like that matters. But anyway, say um, one of them though is into you. I mean, wants to be around you all the time. Would kiss around you, walk on, would do anything for you. Always is checking on you. Blah blah blah. Right? Thank you so wonderful. Uh, if, but if you don't have to work for his attention. Okay, so he's he's a good dude though, right? So then you have this other dude, same same thing, but maybe he's kind of like not a, not a jerk for real, but you know that kind of cocky attitude to where he knows yes. like you kind of have to fight work, you have, kind of have to make yourself relevant sometimes. That's that's the that's the that for some reason, and I'm guilty. And I wish I knew why. Seriously, but we, it's like we like the challenge of making ourselves yeah. relevant. You know, so I agree. It, you know, and, and it's it's because like when I I was listening to and girl you know your list is heck long I was like she better marry Jesus <laughs> I'm afraid for Jesus to come back for her right now but um, no like <laughs> I would and I, and I hope I'm just saying no oh I'm serious but I'm just I mean it in fun but like I would love to believe that all that things that you named um, one man possesses but the reality is and this. I'm able to just to be real. I, I pride myself on being that because it's easier and you get a, you meet real people being like that. But, like, a lot of things that I know and have experienced is because of how I used to be. 
like the things that mm-hmm. I have done. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, I I got married real, real young, and uh, you know, divorced real young too. We were just being young, but the things that I did back then, being young, I'm always been a good person. Some of my choices, though, uh, might be a little questionable, you know. But it was never intentionally. Oh, I'm gonna do this to this person because I want to hurt them. It was I was just selfish. I wasn't even thinking about that person. That didn't even cross my mind. I was just worried about what I wanted to do, what I wanted to feel, to feel, you know, who I wanted to go see. So it, I think, like, a lot of times, like, we give too much credit to, like, people being bad people. People are just selfish, you know what I'm saying? Like, they probably didn't even think about you. And that's sad, you know, because I'm not saying it's bad, but that's selfish of them. But it doesn't necessarily make them a bad person. So I feel like if you can meet, like, me, I'm just looking for this. Like, that person that will allow me to totally know them so I, I, I know what they're capable of. Because, look here, we're, we're going to lie. We're going to do something stupid. We're going to fall into some temptation. doesn't mean sex, but something is it's inevitable. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you need to know what am I dealing with a dude that is going to just run me into the ground and use me, or am I really dealing with a good dude that might make a mistake from here or there? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because I'm making a mistake, what, should we leave him? No, I don't think so, no. Because, I mean, if you leave everybody that makes a mistake, you're going to be single forever. Because think about it. I wish ladies, I wish we could get like 100 ladies on here and be like, yo, think of all the things you never got caught for. Women, we're pretty damn good. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, we're pretty good. Like, even the best woman, I'm a, I, and I don't need everybody to sex, but we will do things that, you know, satisfy our ego or satisfy our mentality, or not mentality, I mean our mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, the world is a big game, you know? So, like, yeah, I would love a man to be honest. Am I looking for that? No, because I feel like I don't put my trust into a man's honesty. I put my trust into a man's yeah. loyalty. You know, like, loyalty, be loyal. Even mm-hmm. if you do stupid stuff, you better be loyal. You know, like, oh, okay, that'll be, that's one. But other than that, like, a man that can honestly just, be really aware and in tune with himself and be able to, if he's caught, be able to admit to it or maybe even before he's caught, and not, I don't mean cheating again, just with anything, you know, be able to talk about it versus the man that just doesn't even know how to communicate when it comes to telling the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. It puts his head in the dirt and just, you know, ignores the issue at hand. But then that makes the thing fester, you know what I'm saying? And then it grows bigger and other issues topple upon that if you don't have that open line of communication and that dialect and that rapport between you and another. But I don't think at the end of the day, I've always felt like that I don't think you can ever fully know a person because everything in life is situational and things yep. switch up at the drop of a dime. So you don't know how that person is going to act when certain things that they're used to are taken away from them or they have to change their demeanor to fit somebody else's. So right. it's like I just don't think you will ever, I mean, you, I mean, you might get what you want, but it's, just everything is situational, so it's like you got to really let go and let God and just let it flow and let things come naturally. That's why I put out a post, I think, yesterday talking about 
some women, we just want to have a guy that will just chill out with us, that we can just talk to, that we can just, you know, watch a movie. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, I mean, hands all over, and, and it doesn't always have to end in sex, and it doesn't always have to be you're doing something to get something. You know, I just, yeah. I just I'm a hopeless romantic, so at the end of the day, I I tell people that I just feel like he hasn't finished writing my story, so that's why I'm still single at this point in time. But I choose to be single. I, okay. Yeah, I like being single. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, single ladies. single life is for okay. the birds. <laughs> no, I'm going to say we spent a long time, right, talking about what we think about guys and what we think are good quality guys. Um, I just wonder if there's any guys out there who want to join the conversation. So, guys, if you're listening, or ladies, if you're listening, you want to join and you want to say something, 347-945-7556. Yeah, okay. Give us a call in or put your hand up if you're on my switchboard because I do have people on the switchboard. If you guys want to come in and say something, just press 1 so I know that you want to speak. Right. Okay, um, I'm going to give us a little bit of a break, ladies, and then I think we should start talking about those questions. You know, you had some questions, Courtney, that people have been asking you. I think it would be nice to try and address some of those questions before you go. Um, we've got about 15 minutes left, and I think that would be good use of our time, unless anybody wants to comment on what we've been talking about so far. But I think it'd be nice to do the questions because I think people then get an outcome um, that they can take away and, and run with or do whatever they need. But if people are asking questions, I think it's good to try and come up with some answers. But I thought mm-hmm. before we do that, we we have a little musical break. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play G Knight. Mr. Big Stuff, and uh, we're going to... Hey! <laughs> yeah, and we'll be right back, off. guys, right after this wow. little break. We'll be back. <laughs> Hang in there. Here we go. Get my love 
Um, and it doesn't mean that you make yourself vulnerable by, you know, um, you know, I, I don't think you should see it from the point of view that, hey, I'm vulnerable because I'm putting my heart out there because I think love is a risk. I think relationships are a risk. I don't think you can avoid the risk of being hurt or damaged by someone's behavior. I think that what you do is shore yourself up in terms of ensuring that you're in a good place, you're strong in yourself, you know, your confidence is high, you don't have low self-esteem because all of those things will make you vulnerable in themselves. So I think if you, you're in good shape, and, you know, this is part of the reason why I didn't go for date number two with that guy, if you're in good, good, great shape emotionally and you really know yourself, you've done some work with yourself, I don't think you need to be worried about what that person will do because if they show up as a negative, you are going to be on it like that. You will know, you will, because you, your intuition will be working, you know, at a good speed to support you to make good choices. And even if the choice is, you know, someone comes in a different disguise, the great thing is with you working so hard on yourself, you will see that person before they even, you know, so before it gets too far, you will become aware of who they are. It just, it's like... um Opening your heart allows you to almost open somebody else's heart because they cannot hide when you are, your light is so clear. I don't know if you understand that, what I mean. Because when you're shining in your brightness and you're in your greatness, it's very hard for someone who is has got the wrong, um, not even wrong, but he's coming in the wrong way at you to kind of penetrate that spirit. Um I think you will see them before they get too far into you. The only time that you, I think, you're open and you're vulnerable is when you're not conscious in the relationship. And love doesn't mean loving someone or being open to love doesn't mean that you're not conscious. Your consciousness is about being totally aware of what's going on, being aware of, uh, you know, the things that you're saying the way that you're presenting yourself, being aware of also the conversations that are happening around you. So that person's speaking and you are in listening mode. You're absolutely hearing everything they say. And sometimes the things they don't say, but they express through their body language. And that's being conscious. And listening to your spirit and your inner uh, consciousness speaking to you all the time, so you don't cut off that message, the internal messages that speak to you as to the direction that you need to go, because sometimes that's where we go wrong, and we start going into our own and trusting something that we don't know without trusting what we know, and what we do know, if we know ourselves, is our own voices that are happening within us, and that you've got to get a good balance, and that's why I say do your work. Because when you've done your work, you're not going to be you're not going to be subjecting that person to um, you know stuff that's related to the baggage in your own life, you know, because you would have released that baggage. So you're not thinking about that person in terms of anything that you've seen in the past. You're not relating it to old experiences. You're not 
going, well, you know, I'm seeing you, but you remind me of this person, and this is why I'm treating you this way, or you did that. This is about that from the past. Those are your triggers that you should have put into check before you started dating, because when you're dating, you should be emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally in a good place so that you can receive somebody into your space. That's my thought. Over to you guys. I know I said a lot. Well, um, man, I, uh, I'm i I'm more for the, the show improving. And not, but I, we're speaking about this now, but I, this is more so unspoken if I'm dating, just within myself. Um, I don't try and put, I mean, of course we all do, but I try my hardest not to have expectations. I mean, it's inevitable, but I I don't I, yeah. If I meet somebody, I I don't trust them, you know. But I mean, trust that's that's also a very uh, there's levels to that, you know, because like you might be able to trust someone with your life, but you can't trust them with your money, you know, or or you could trust yeah. someone with your you know all that stuff. So I mean, I believe in patterns. I feel like. Patterns don't lie. I believe in actions. Like, actions, they see a lot of the words. You know, like, I'm, I'm actually even in a situation right now where the actions are not aligning up with the words right this moment, you know? And mm-hmm. it, it makes you kind of, like, you want to believe, like, okay, they're just, you know, going through it right now. They're just not, you know, uh, doing their, their part or you know, whatever the case may be. But I even, even last night I, I sat back and even thought, like, that's that's really not true because at the end of the day, people do what they want to do. So if someone yeah. wants you to trust them, I feel like they're going to do things to show you you can trust them. And rather, no words, not oh you can trust me. You know, like I don't know. I I think that uh, I think trust is is something that is actually not supposed to be given out like that. You know, like I think people are supposed to earn your trust. So I don't even really think we're supposed to trust anybody. You know, like, it, even the Bible say, put your trust in no man. You know, like, and that means to me, like, because we, we all lie. We all fall short. So so you're setting yourself up to fail, to think that you are not going to get hurt by putting your trust into somebody. As, even if it's a friend, you know, it, it always happens, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't know. Trust, I, think, I mean, I think I, and then, like, trust. That's a hard one because you've got to trust to some level to allow the relationship or the, to allow um, the relationship to begin, you know. If you never have any trust in that person that you're communicating with, where do you start with that person? There's got to be something that you go, there's got to be a level that you go, okay, what you say, I hear that and I accept it for what it is until I know different. Because if you never say that, where do you start? Where do you begin? I mean, I think that trust is is almost as de- it almost is not as important as love. You know, it's like when you meet somebody, you don't mm-hmm. just say, "Oh, I love them. I'm in love with them." You know, it no. grows. You have, you know, it, it actually grows, and I, I think that that's actually how trust should work. And you know, that's me. That's just my who am I? You know, but like when I just what I've been through in life, like yeah, you know, like trust is is just as delicate as your is love. You know, like honestly. But the two are related, really? aren't they? Just the two uh, are related. I mean, I'm kind of I mean, with her. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I believe this kind of trust is not given. 
it's kind of earned along the way. Because you can't, I mean, it's just you give them, a, I mean, obviously you're trusting them enough because you're opening that door. So, yeah. it's you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like baby steps. That's why I say time tells all. Because, you know, the trust, that's what I'm big on. I'm big on the consistency and the trust and the loyalty. I mean, and I think anybody would be at the end of the day. Like, so, it's, I mean, it's just about a time and a place, and you got to let things just take its course. You can't push it because if you push it, you know, you are either going to scare them, push them away, or you might not be interested anymore because you got what you wanted and, you know, now you're done. Because we're, right. we're finicky. We're finicky, you know what I'm saying? It could be one way. I, I feel like, you know, somebody asks me what I want. Well, I want everything. <laughs> and then okay. today, you know, <laughs> I'm a woman and I can change my mind at any point in time. It's been said through time. So, you know, we switch up. So it's 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 like a earned type of thing as time goes along. Now, if you're, like, into the relationship and you're still having trust issues, then that's something that you guys need to have dialect about because there's something that you're not getting that you're missing. So either address it or cut them loose for somebody else because if he's a good man, another woman's going to pick him up at the end of the day. So you you, you got to look at it. I hear what you're saying, but I think – People put too much weight on the whole thing about trust. Trust can be given and trust can be taken back. You know, you can you can give someone a certain amount of trust. And you know that as a child, your parents will trust you to go out and, and they say to you, you know, that I you will call home at a certain time. You agree that with your parents and they say, okay, you can go out. I am giving you that trust, okay? Now, when you break the trust, that's when they pull, the, they reel you back in, and the trust is taken back. It means now I can't trust you because I told you being by a certain time and you couldn't make it. So okay, so now we got to change the game. And I yeah, think but is it not trusting or is it repercussions no, no, for your saying, actions? Is it repercussions for your actions? I'm saying what you're doing. I ain't finished. What I'm saying is what you're doing there is relating trust to actions. So I'm saying when you lay out who you are, what your expectations are with that person as to how you want to live with that person, how we want to, to, you know, how we want to work. So what are my rules of engagement? I've got to... I've got to agree with you what my rules of engagement are for you to understand where I'm coming from and how we can work together. So if you if you laid that out and I and I we both laid it out, we have something that we can work for, an agreement that we can work with. And that agreement has to have a certain amount of trust in it because I've got to believe that when you say you will do something, you'll do you'll do it. I am not, I, there's no loss to me in saying to you, let's have an agreement, and we work on that agreement until somebody messes with the agreement, because in that process, I'm shown as a human being that I'm giving you something that, to me, has value. I'm teaching you hmm. the value of of a behavior that will work a certain way for me, and I've got to follow through on my, on my behaviors in the same way that you need to follow through on your behaviors. 
And the combination is what brings about the trust. And the trust grows as we grow within that agreement, as we maintain, as we do what we say, as we keep our word to each other. So, you know, I've got a friend that I have now known for, what, about five years. And we started off as a friendship where, you know, we laid out, and it's just a friendship. We laid out exactly who we are, you know, the kind of things. And, you know, I've done this with girlfriends too, exactly what the expectation is in terms of what I like and what I don't like and how I conduct myself and how I live with, with, you know, and have relationships. And, you know, and things happen. Things will happen. But you draw each other back to the agreement. And it doesn't mean that, you know, someone won't break your trust or they won't do something that's outside of that. But you have your rules that you draw each other back to. And within that, you fix it. Whatever it is can always be talked about as long as you have that part of your agreement. It's, part of your agreement will be that we will talk about stuff that is difficult to talk about because we come from completely different worlds. And we're trying here to create something together. There's always going to be gaps in it. There's always going to be people who will fall short. But it depends on how you fall short. If it's something that's a deal-breaker, I may be done as a result of your behavior. But I'm going to tell you about that, and I'll explain how that works for me. And, you know, and it, you know, maybe it's a situation that cannot be resolved because what you have or what you've done is too great for the relationship to continue in the way that it did previously. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, uh, it's about teaching people how to understand how to be with you and to grow with you. And I think if we never put any real trust into our relationships, we don't have a chance of creating anything with anybody long term because now nobody trusts anybody. Everybody's too afraid and are sitting in their corner. That's why Internet dating is so big because people can hide away from facing real relationships and real decision-making, and you still have to do it. You want to be with someone, you've got to put something out there and it's got to be challenged, and you've got to work with someone through the difficult issues to come into an agreement that that allows you to continue with that person. Else you'll always keep breaking up with people. You'll never sustain a relationship for a long time. I know that I did 25 years, okay? It's not easy, but you've got to do that. And there will come a point where someone just does something, and it's not repairable. And even right. when you make your original agreements, you say what it is that may not be repairable for you. And for me, it was like, no, cheating, and you're going to continue that. You can do other stuff to support that. I'm done. And that person understood that, didn't stop them from doing what they wanted to do. But when I found out and I knew, I made my decision. It, I did what worked for me. It doesn't mean I wouldn't make an agreement with someone again in the future in the same way. Yes, I would, because I think some people can be their word. It's not everybody out there who's going to be a liar and a cheat, right? Right. But I'm going to give you a chance to show me who you are. But you show me that you're not up to it. I'm not going to give you the responsibility that you can't work with. That's it. Like, like it's so, it's kind of, it's not weird. I mean, for lack of a better word, it's crazy. Like, I totally, it's like I, I totally agree and still feel exactly what you're saying, not even a but, I should just say however, I feel like 
And what you're talking about, that bond, that type of relationship, putting uh, coming into an agreement with expectations, I feel like that is something that shouldn't happen until, like, at, until after, again, showing and proving. And I, I feel like I should have said this with my response. My response okay. also, my, my, what I said, you know, of how I feel is also backed with my mentality, which is, you know, the I'm not um, expecting. I'm not. I'm not looking at you. Well, how do I say it? How do I want to say it? Okay. I I feel like I should be so secure in myself. You know, we all you know have our issues, but as far as like when I need things handled, you know, like I don't even want to put my. Tr- I'm not even going to ask you. And I mean, like when I say I'm not going to ask you, I don't mean like I'm playing a game. I mean literally, my mind is just on how can I do it. And I feel like showing improving comes into where they surprise you. They come in and help you, and you didn't even ask for your help. Like, dang, thank you. I, I can count on you. Because I feel like it's easy to ask someone for help, and if they, if, they, if, they, if they talk to you, they better help you. They know they better help you, you know? But I feel like, well, let me not jump around. So with that, you know, like, I think without the expectation, you actually get to see how they truly are, you know? Because if, I need, if something happens to me and I need help with whatever, I can't think of an example, who I'm talking to, if they're a good dude, they're going to try and help me or they're going to notice that something is wrong. And even if it's just with consoling me, you know, like it's going to be something. And I feel like that builds and builds and builds to where one day you just look at them and you're like, man, like I know I can count on them. And it wasn't because of an expectation that they lived up to because, you know, it's because they they chose to be there for you. And then, too, also I want to add with the expectations, and, and I, I'm – feel bad at, bad at that with expectations. I'm trying to even stop that even more. But, like, I feel like when you put expectations, and not even on somebody, but just for yourself and let someone know what you expect of them or how you feel things should go, if they're, if something you say they know isn't them, and even with, you know, vice versa, it kind of creates, um, I don't know what word I should use. Like, I don't know, it, just, it creates kind of like a, a funny, a funny vibe of like you know you're walking on eggshells because you know that something they expect of you, you're bad at, or you you might you know lack it. And, you know, like me, I have a, I'm working on my time management, right? I'm getting so I'm so much better than I used to be, but still I it needs more work. So if I got with a guy right now and he was like, and say I loved everything about him, and we're just vibing out one day, and I'm just like, man, you used to be the one, and he drops like, man, I can't stand a female that's late. Now. <laughs> I'm either going to be like, dang, do I tell him? He just said, I can't stand it. So do I tell him, yo, I have that bad? Or do I just try and fake it till I make it and just, you know, put on this act like I'm an on-time Why person? Why do you need hopefully... to fake it? No, no, I'm going to I'm gonna say to you, that's, that's mad. That's not, and I'm not talking about unrealistic expectations of anybody. And I'm not even talking about the fact that you, you, when I say you make agreements, agreements aren't about expectations necessarily. Expe- uh, agreements about laying out who you are to your opposite. Remember, we, we are different people. We were brought up differently. It doesn't matter who you meet, right? We're from different. Right. That's why they say men are from Venus, women are from Mars, and all the rest of it. We are two different uh, species, right, hoping right. to create something to together and and 
even though we're two different species as well, we have the complexities of the things that have gone on in our lives and where we're coming from with all of that and how we're working with uh, what we've we've learned up to this point in, in our experience. And what I'm saying, one of the things that I've learned in this experience is that when you lay out honestly who you are right now, who am I up to this point in my life? It gives somebody a choice, a chance to understand how to work with you. How do we? Because really, what you're looking to do is a bit of a dance, right? You know, mm-hmm. when you, you you go to you go to a club and you're trying to teach someone how to dance with you, it's not. Some people you go in and straight away, right? They get that move. They get you know, you move that way. They move that way. With other people, it may be a little bit more difficult for them to learn how to make that dance happen. And that's what I'm talking about. How do you create the dance? You create by agreement, by understanding agreements. Because when you understand agreements, you understand the person. It isn't about, I'm expecting you to be A, B, C, here and there. I'm leaving you the total flexibility to be who you are. What What I'm saying to you is, these are some of the key things that are important to me, okay? One is integrity. One is respect. One is honesty. So when you were talking about, well, you know, my time management is bad, In when we're looking at honesty, what's the problem with telling me that you are not perfect? Because am I perfect? Hell no. I'm going to have shit that's not good, and that work might work against some of the key stuff that's important to you. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I said it, and that, that was an amazing of, analogy, by the way. Too. No one's the perfect. Thing, that, yeah, that's real, though. That That is actually true. Yeah, and, you're and too, like, You said it, too. I don't know what you, how you said it, but you, you are too right, though. Like, on top of my my mentality has come from your, my experiences and in my yeah. own choices in life, and and that, you know, really I'm telling on myself as to, like, what I've been through Honestly, like when I hear you say that, I'm like, dang, that's that is real. Uh, but that's also too. This is not really a question because I know we don't have time. But I would say, how would you know, seeing on myself, I don't know, I thought putting myself out there, like, how would one actually uh, transition their mind into into change? Not, not going to say changing, but just be more open minded as far as trust goes. Well, it's it's you about. Um, and maybe because I've done that work around personal transformation. So personal transformation is about giving yourself simple, almost simple goals to achieve for yourself. So, and and my goal in an agreement with someone is really for that person to understand that there are many things in life that you could ask someone to be, okay? There's so many things that we could ask you to agree to, right? Agree, mm-hmm. maybe not nor not to have dirty socks hanging all over the place to you know to to empty the washing machine to empty the dishwasher to put stuff away there's so many things that you could ask people to be okay which would fit into your little issues whatever they may be about life but i think if you keep it um to some core values that anybody could share then it's much easier because then you open up the door for that person to be who they want to be. So if I say my core is I'm really someone who believes that when you say something, you try and you try and keep your word, right? 
And, uh, you know, and there's a book called, and I always talk about the book called The Four Agreements, okay? Um, And that that book really talks about centering your life around four main agreements. And the four main agreements are, one, to keep your word. Two, to never make assumptions. If you can't, if you don't know something, don't assume it to be the case, okay? Okay. And that is, and then when you think about it, a lot of the stuff that we argue about when we're talking about couples and the differences we have between men and women are about those assumptions we make, the things we assume to be true, but we don't want to ask the question, right? How are you mm-hmm. feeling? What are you thinking? How is, you know, how's life for you today? What's going on for you? Oh, he looks moody. He's behaving badly. Oh, I know what that is. No, you don't. Because you never ask the question. So how do you know what's going on for that person? So assumptions, you know, is kind of key when you're even trying to, uh, you know, um, avoid conflicts with anybody. Just don't assume. Just, you know, and always question yourself when you're making an assumption. Is this right? Is this true? Can I really know this is true about this person? And when I think it's true, what, what do I do? Because... I do stuff and I'm relating to something that I just am not certain about, okay? So the assumptions is is the part of trying to move away from your own thinking and trying to move more to what's real. What is the reality? What is the truth that's going on for that person that you're relating to? And you can only know that by having conversations with that person and really talking to that person and trying to understand. And, of course, that person needs to be honest. Because you can only really work with that <laughs> when someone's properly honest. And then, right. you know, when you're being honest, sometimes that draws out the dishonesty in other people. And you've got to accept what you see. But don't assume it to be until you hear it for yourself. Right? Right. And the other one is not to take things personally. And I think that's so hard not to take things personally. Not to think that something happens, it's about you. And it's not always about you. <laughs> you know, sometimes it can be about, you know, what that person has been through, like what you were talking about, you know, your own life experiences. They can shape you, you know, but we often think someone behaves a certain way or they talk a certain way or they do something. It's about me. It's not always about you, right? And then the right. other, the last agreement is to always do your best. If you can't even do all those three, and that's why you have one agreement which says, I allow you to be human, but do your best, okay? As long as you do your best, basically you're doing enough, you know? So it means be gentle with yourself. You don't have to be this perfect person. You don't have to be a time management person because maybe that will come with age and experience, right? Or Mm -hmm. you're late enough, you learn the negativity of lateness and you start to correct yourself, you know. Um, I used to have a problem with time management for years. I don't know why or where that came from, (laughs) but I used to be always being late, right? And then (laughs) when I got a really, the job that was my dream job, I realized I couldn't adopt that behavior anymore because it wasn't going to work for me. And I didn't want to mess up something that was, for me, such a great opportunity. And I'm on time every time. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Nobody <laughs> has to tell me. I don't even have to wait for an alarm clock to wake me. I'm there. Bang on time early every time because there's something different happening inside. And sometimes with time management, it's about what's going on inside of you. What is it that you are resisting almost in terms of your own greatness? Because sometimes you're resisting that that little bit extra that you have to push to show yourself up as being a greater person than what you're doing right now. Mm. And that may be where the time management thing is. There is always a call. So. <laughs> you're going to grow. In the mirror like, Courtney, what is your problem? <laughs> I mean, I could wake up hours before I need to be there. And all of that, all until I'm like, oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize I had 20 minutes to get there. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you, can, yeah, you, no. can, you can change that. And yeah. I think there's lots of things that we hang on to that we say is about other things. It is always for you to go inside. What inside of you is not quite in balance and you need to address and work on so that those things that you're thinking, ah, you know, those are my imperfections, then they're they're not imperfections. They're just you not paying attention to an aspect right. of yourself. And when you start paying attention to that area of your life, things start to correct themselves. Right? And right. and maybe even with me in the day and I know that maybe I'm not focused. I really don't care about it, really. That's the truth for me. Uh, if I really cared about it, it would change. But I know that I've got so many other things going on in my life, actually. I'm not focused on that outcome. It's not something that I really, really am precious or passionate about because right now other things I have that I want to do and that really take up a big part of my life. And I do think about it, and I sometimes I think, well, I know why I'm here. It's because I'm not ready yet. For that journey completely so maybe that's why I'm attracting people who just want to help because that's what I do I really just help people so I even in relationships I'm attracting the same kind of people and where my work is so you know what so there's always a reason why you are where you are and it's just mm. looking inside and seeing what's going on for you and I think if you do that more we move out of that whole thing of uh you know trust or not to trust or should I trust, you just be who you are because you can be. You don't have to worry so much about controlling the world. You just have to lay out who you are and be absolutely clear about who you are and you'll find that people just work with you because you're right. clear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, we've got about 13. I didn't expect us to spend so long on that question. <laughs> So we've got about 12 minutes left. Um, I don't know if we have time to look at another question, but we did have a little one if you want to quickly try and talk about it before we go. And um, Okay, maybe the one... Uh, how do you gain trust back from your significant other? Because I think that's related to what we've been talking about already. 
Mm-hmm. I think the other ones we could probably leave until next week. We've got some other ones that are good questions. But how do you gain trust back from your significant other? I think that's a really good good question because I think when you break someone's trust and it, and you have really for a lot of people that's a deal breaker. Depends on what you did um, <laughs> and how badly you did it and. <laughs> I think when someone's done, and women are very good at this, when they're, sorry, when they're done, they're done, right? Yeah. And I think it's very hard to win someone's trust back because you've now created something, you've started something, and the belief's always going to be that you've done it once, you can do it again. Mm -hmm. And experience tells people that when when someone's done something and it's it, it's just not anything, you've done something significant enough to hurt somebody, well, really, you kind of open the door to the possibility that that could happen again. Um, hmm. I had, I had something on my Facebook today which I put up, uh, wrong is wrong. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> whether other people are doing it. It's still wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. And and right is right, and it you know it doesn't matter when anybody believes you or wants to wants to follow you. Right is right, and I think it's going to be always about the principles that we hold dear and our values. And people can change a lot of things, but sometimes fundamentally they're going to hold on to their values. And I think you're going to find it very hard, depending on what you've done to win somebody's trust back. You may get it temporarily back, but I think if you're always, because you're always having to fight this uphill battle to get that person to accept you, it might be sensible to just cut your losses and move on, let it go, let it go, because, you know, there are more people in the world. Let it go, because maybe for that person, you crossed the line and you went too far. There's no return. But you will know, whoever sent the question, you will know what you did and you will know how far you've gone and why you feel that, you know, it's a difficult road back. But I think sometimes, some things, my experience, sometimes you just need to let it go. And if it really, really was for you and that person really has something really great for you and the gods are on your side, you'll get another chance. But don't push it. Yeah, I, I, for real. I, I I agree with that one too. I mean, like, I know for me, I'm more of a, I'm very, very, I'm very understanding. I'm more of a like, okay, fool me once, you know, what is it? Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Thing. Like, the first time was anything. I mean, there's really not too much that I don't think I could understand and be like, all right. But when you do it again, it's over. Like, and not, it's, I mean, I could even want to work it out. But in my mind, you yeah. have messed up. Like I can, it, it won't, it won't go back. I don't care. It's only, it's only going to be good because you're making us good and you're keeping my mind off of it. But as soon as, let's say he cheated, that's that's not even the, a good one. But let's say he cheated. As soon as you didn't come home when you said and don't answer your phone, my mind instantly is like, wonder what he's doing. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even like, you know, I hate that because I like to think that, you know, everybody makes mistakes, people change. But, man, you know, I feel like if you mess up with somebody one time and you hurt them and you see that you hurt them 
and then, you know, you're sorry, and they, they chose, you're like, okay, I understand. And then you do it again, even if it's not the same thing, but you just bring them to that level of pain, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, maybe, you, to me, maybe they don't care about you like you think they do. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, they, men are, like you said, men are way different, you know. They, I do think men don't uh, do things off of emotion like women, so we think the things that we think are so bad are bad, but men are not even seeing it like that. You know, like they don't understand why we can't just be like, okay, you're sorry, let's move on. No, don't work like that. No, <laughs> yeah. And it depends on what you did. It depends on what you yeah. did. It really does. You know, when people, you know, like I was sitting with that guy and he was telling me about his ex and what she did and what she did. And I was just thinking in my mind, I don't know what you did, okay? I don't know what you did. And there's always one side that you'll hear, what's the other side? What else happened? And, you know, why is that person so unforgiving towards you? Because at one point they loved you to death, right? And now they're totally in a space where they don't want to communicate. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to connect with you. What did you do? And that's the important question. Yeah? Um, yeah. Lady T, I will not leave you out. Do you want to comment? Um, no, I'm just really, you know, I'm taking it in because, you know, it's, it's different perspectives. And, you know, like she, like both of you said, you have walked different walks in life. And she's been through, you know, what she's been through. So she has, you know, what she's gone through and... You know, I'm just I'm just feeling it out because it's you know it's definitely you know um, food for thought and you know I read over some of her other questions and they are she's got yeah she's got some good questions that you know people should address even before you know making those steps and you've got to know within yourself if you're even ready to be in that circle of Number one, trust where you're putting yourself out there because if you're not really real about dating and wanting to be with somebody, then you're just playing games and you're just yeah. wasting people's time and you're just yeah. taking up space. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and you're messing up my outfit. I could wear this another day somewhere okay. else. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, you got to be, you know, you got to be open-minded. You have to be cognizant of where you are in your life. And if you're ready to give them what you expect from them. So, at the end of the day, that's why I say I'm flawed up from the floor up. So, I know I'm a work in progress all day, every day. All I can do is try and give it to you straight nor chaser because I can't, I don't want to keep up with lies. I don't want to build them upon and then have to remember and then have to, and then have somebody call me out. That is not going to happen. I'd rather, I'd rather give it to you right then and then we can discuss it. If it's a deal breaker for you, then okay, I can completely understand that because we all have our, own idiosyncrasies, and we all have our own deal breakers. What is big to one person is not big to the next. So, you know, I've definitely enjoyed um, having her on and with the questions, and, you know, she's brought up a lot of things. Yeah. Well, Courtney, it's been great having you on. 
Yes, you did um, great being on. I actually, I, I honestly can say I actually like stopped and thought like about my own thinking today, and like I like when that happens, you know, because some some of my thinking I'd be like tired of, like man, I don't want to feel like this. So, um, yeah, thank you guys. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, I think we should double up and uh, and do uh, another night together because you've got some good questions. I think we should uh, get together on the questions. What do you think? Oh, we should. We should more. Especially because we, I, like, it's like we all feel the same, but go about it a different type of way. And, like, that, I feel like yeah. that's, you know, important, you know, like, because there's people out there that, are going are are like each and every one of like each of us you know and and I think that to put it all out there on the table even if men are listening especially it just helps everybody gain understanding and hopefully you know get it together yeah yeah well thank you, you again you're gonna lose it <laughs> yeah I just want to say thanks again here we go
Well, I've shared 